and welcome to Don't Say We Didn't Warn You. I'm Ashley. And I'm Rebecca, and we're just two anxious moms that started a podcast. Yep, that's true. Here's your fair warning before the official fair warning. Yeah. Um, we both have a cold, so <laughs> if we sound a little off and or... And you hear a little bit of sniffling, you didn't. Yeah, no, you didn't. You because, didn't hear yeah, it. No, you, I'm going to try not to like have to like blow my nose yeah. or like cough or... Clear my throat. Clear my throat or anything, mm-hmm. but hopefully... Now that I'm thinking about it, though, I feel like I have to clear my throat, but I'm not going to. I <laughs> no, don't have just, to. You're just over... You're just thinking about it. You're obsessing. But it's just a fair warning of if you hear some noises, no, yes. you didn't. Just and ignore. it just gives me a little bit of anxiety thinking <laughs> that you're going to hear me sniffle my nose and be like, what's wrong with her? Which <laughs> goes perfectly. Sick? Yeah. Which goes perfectly with this podcast. It does. Uh, we're talking all about anxiety today. It's going to be a fun one. Buckle I, up, folks. Yeah. We're going to we're going to try really hard to make this not long forever long. So, yeah, because I feel like we could drone on and on about anxiety for forever because that's just like who we are as people. But we know you don't want to sit here and listen yeah. to an hour long of us just talking about our, about our anxiety, <laughs> about our anxiety. Goodness gracious. My words got all yeah. jumbled up. But yeah, I guess that's our first warning is we do know that it's not normal. Yes, that what we're feeling that lots of people feel this way so it's normal in that way that like you're not alone if you feel this way but you don't have to yeah but this this is not how quote-unquote normal people feel right all the time because without anxiety which i think people almost everybody has a i don't believe that there's a single person in this world that doesn't feel the way i feel like i i don't feel i don't see how that would be possible like because my anxiety consumes me so much I don't see a world or a person or a way that somebody could just not think like I do, which I I mean, which I think. And that was a huge light bulb moment for us this weekend. Actually, we were out to dinner for Ashley's birthday, which wish her a happy birthday. You will. Yes. (laughs) Happy birthday to me. Um, We were with another friend and she was talking about how she feels okay, even though she may also struggle with anxiety sometimes. And she said well, you don't have to feel that way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a light bulb just went off in my head. And I was like, oh, I don't have to feel this way. And I, it just kind of, sh- it, it never like crossed truthfully. It never has even crossed my mind that there's a possibility that I could not have this. I know. And it, because it's, I'm just so used to functioning at this like high level of anxiety uh, that I never really realized that. Maybe it's like not it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. I mean, ju- and just hearing her say that truly put so much. Like uh, into perspective, maybe that. No, that's a, it, it, it made me feel good. Yeah. OK. It gave you that's like comfort. The word I would, comfort. Yes. It, it gave me so much comfort knowing that I don't have to feel this way all the time because I truly feel like I'm in fight or flight. Every single day mm-hmm. at almost every moment yeah. of my day-to-day life, which is not normal. Yeah. How did, have you always been that way? Like how did, when did your anxiety like start or have you just been like that since like birth? I definitely do not think I had this growing up. I mean, I may have like, like you. Like the like, normal anxiety the normal that people, the normal like, fears. Oh, I don't want to yeah. make my mom mad. I don't want to, you know, trip and fall and break my ankle. Yeah. Those kind of anxieties, but truly, I think it started, I was in my freshman year of college, and 
my grandmother had went in for just a routine um, heart surgery. It was, I think they were just putting a stent in or they were doing a bypass. It was a major surgery. Don't get me wrong. But it was something that people have all the time. Yeah. And, and wasn't okay. supposed to have any complications. Right. Yeah. Long story short, it did not go well. And she ended up passing away a few days later. And I was in the hospital. We were saying our goodbyes. And I was standing by the nurse's station and I started getting really lightheaded and I felt like I couldn't breathe. And truthfully, I thought maybe I was having an asthma attack <laughs> because like, what's anxiety? Do you even have asthma? No. Okay. <laughs> but at that moment, I thought, you I thought was maybe having you anxiety. did. <laughs> and the nurse was just like, are you OK? I'm sure I probably looked white as a ghost. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I can't breathe and I'm feeling very lightheaded and I, I didn't really know what was going on. And she was like, sweetie, I think you might be having some anxiety. And so I think it was triggered mm-hmm. by that trauma because I yeah. I was very close with my grandmother. We all did not expect her to. Yeah, you weren't prepared for that. This happen. And since then, a lot of my anxiety is triggered around sicknesses, people dying and all that kind of stuff. And I yeah. think it's just kind of festered into this fight or flight all the time. Like my brain is just mm-hmm. like, well, we have anxiety now. Yep. This is how we're going to live. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Mine, I think anxiety definitely runs like in my family. Like we all kind of have it, but for different like in much different ways. Like all of us that have it, we all show it in different ways. We act different ways. We handle it in different ways. And... Growing up, the people around me that I that you know that I'm close to in my family, they I we all knew that they suffered with it, but no, everybody kind of was like, oh well, Ashley kind of like dodged the bullet, like she doesn't really have it because mm-hmm. I didn't have the same reactions or outward display of it as they all did. But mm-hmm. little did I, long story short, I didn't know what I had was <laughs> not normal and was like anxiety. Like she I to didn't say that. know she didn't know she had anxiety until she met me. No, I, truthfully, <laughs> like. Because I re- I remember, like, specifically, I think it was, like, an invasive thought or, like, something of that sort. And I had said something to Rebecca, like, do you ever, like, think like that? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, what? Why? What do I? What is that? And, and she's I like, was like, that's anxiety. Oh, that's anxiety. Like, that's what I got pills for, girl. And I was <laughs> oh, like. Thanks. I'm just popping pills over here. Thanks. And I literally was like, what? Like. That's not normal. Not everybody feel like thinks like that. And sh- her face like just like dropped. She's like, no. I'm pretty sure we had a 45 to an hour minute conversation in the car talking about yep. how it's not normal. And yeah. like, I'd be like, do you ever think that blah, blah, blah? Yes, I do. Oh, well, what about do you that? Think that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So but I, I, I've always had those kind of like that inner like anxiety, but it was never like debilitating. Like I never or like a physical. Yeah, reaction, and like I never had a attack. physical reaction. Mm-hmm. I never had anything like that until good old COVID. Mm-hmm. Like COVID, schmovid. COVID, and being pregnant, which of course for me happened simultaneously. So like lucky COVID, us. yeah, yeah, we were so so lucky to have experienced <laughs> that, but. I already had anxiety about like just the whole COVID situation just because the way it was portrayed in media and like everything I just already thought I was going to die just in general because that's what I have anxiety about anyways is sickness and health and that kind of thing. But then I got pregnant. So then I was panicked about like the possibility of getting sick while having 
while being pregnant and COVID oh, and whatever. Yeah. And then I got COVID <laughs> while I was pregnant. And I honestly thought I was going to die. Like I was so sick. And I remember just like sitting in the, bo- like sitting in the shower on the floor crying, like praying that I wasn't going to die. And that moment for me is like, that was that was my point, yeah. yeah or your big light bulb moment like yes this like is this not is not okay. good and that from that point is when I had like started having physical like manifestations of my anxiety I like you panic attacks panic attack before then. I d- I think I had one like either right when I was pregnant or like right before I was pregnant it was I rem- I was at school I know you didn't have Brooklyn yet I no, know that. yeah I didn't have Brooklyn but I don't remember if you were I pregnant don't remember yet, if and I was it wasn't pregnant either but I thought <laughs> Becca thought I had low bro- low blood sugar. I was literally shoving whipped cream, sweet low lemonade. Okay, all we were just standing. Sugary. We were standing in the hallway talking to a coworker, and I was totally fine. Like there was nothing really besides like the normal like school triggers that like you know that would make give you anxiety. Like there was mm-hmm. nothing major happening, and I just like. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, I got to sit down. Like, I'm feeling really dizzy. They all thought I was, yeah, about to pass out because I hadn't eaten lunch. And I'm like, here, let me go grab some let lemonade. Me, yeah, let me get packets. some lemonade and w- here's some extra chicken Alfredo and, like, <laughs> trying to make me eat stuff. And I'm like, it's not helping. I feel like I'm going to pass out. So Becca had to drive me home, help me, like, get me in the shower, make me, and like. And then I had to take her husband yep. to school to pick up her car. Bring her- yeah, it was. So I did have a panic attack technically before I was pregnant, but. <clears throat> Throughout my pregnancy, it was awful. Like, my anxiety the whole time I was pregnant. In fact, I had to be induced early to have my daughter because my anxiety was so bad. Like, I had high blood pressure from my anxiety. Like, yeah, and crazy enough, my anxiety was actually at bay when I was pregnant. Now, going in for induction, it was a completely well, yes, different but story. That's, but that's during a, yeah. my actual pregnancy, man, I felt like a butterfly. I was free. Not me. I was... What's the opposite of a butterfly? Mm. I was in a prison, an anxiety prison. It was yeah. awful. Every minute of every day, I just, I felt like I, I, I couldn't. Yeah. And hindsight, like I probably should have like asked to for someone? some help mm-hmm. for that. Like, oh, yeah. I, it was never like I, I was never like had bad thoughts or like anything like no. that of like hurting myself or anything like that. But, but just it was something to help you cope. Yes, with it like I had like, no coping mechanism be besides just like crying yeah and there could be some and i think you can take medicine when you're pregnant yeah i'm not really sure it was like yeah. not that like i think it's called like peri or is it peripartum or oh, i peripartum? don't know all the words something part during partum i had during partum anxiety like during partum, during partum. that's mm-hmm. a very formal word but like mm-hmm. because then the moment brooklyn was out of me now don't get me wrong i, I didn't go away because my baseline is high but just but that i was level of that anxiety. level of anxiety mm-hmm. was completely gone i was yeah. totally back to my baseline like totally normal and <laughs> even though well, it's not normal. my normal that's not normal <laughs> turns out but yeah so that's that's kind of like how mine started i know but. and then you kind of talked about during covid what kind of triggered it which was mm-hmm. the media mm-hmm. which is something big for me after my grandma that passed away, I think I was in my second, maybe third year of teaching was when my anxiety peaked and it was, it was debilitating. I wasn't sleeping at night. I was making myself sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it was so bad. And I realized that a lot of it came from, and I used to always just have the news on just, I mean, it was just a thing yeah, I, we did growing up and staying informed and I always had it on and 
I don't remember if it was my mom that said something that was like, hey, maybe try to turn on something that's a little bit more lighthearted or. And Mm -hmm. as soon as that happened, not that it went away, but it got better. And I put on something. (laughs) I I call it. (laughs) Yes, I call (laughs) it my anxiety show. It's friends. And it's truthfully because I know what's going to happen. Nothing crazy is going to, Mm -hmm. you know, a bomb's not going to get dropped. And I know what's going to happen. And I'm prepared prepared and in control of the situation and so one of my triggers is news and social media and i am not one to say get off social media because i am on social media Mm -hmm. as much as i can be and it's it's bad and Mm -hmm. i need to stop and i know it triggers my anxiety but Sometimes it's also just a way for me to dissociate. Yes, yes. It's it's also a coping mechanism. So that's like, it's like a double-edged sword. Yeah. I want to be on social media, but only see like the funny stuff. Like, I don't want to see news. I don't want to see the war. I don't want to mm-hmm. see that like, or, I don't, even or like COVID other or sick. other people sick. Like, oh, like everybody in Bulverde has strep throat right now. And <laughs> or it's, the and strep it's, throat yeah. is rising yes, in these and counties. It's, it's I don't want to know that. immune to all antibiotics and it's causing people to be on their deathbed. Like, mm-hmm. j- no, I just want to see a guy making fun of somebody else on TikTok. Yeah. That's all I want to see. Mm-hmm. And, or a dog sticking his head out the window, yep. panting. Like, that makes me feel better. Like, not that kind of social media gives me anxiety, but the the kind of just losing yourself and not yeah. having to think about the normal day-to-day anxieties mm-hmm. that I am thinking about. Mm-hmm. So sitting there and watching something that's funny or watching someone else's life unfold in front of me like it's like a reality show but just in little snippets. Oh, and yeah. it's fun to be in their drama. I don't want the drama, but I love to sit there and watch it. Yeah. And I sit there and I'm thinking wow, I don't have to think about my anxiety. So here yep. I am. My problem seems small when I'm watching the girls on Selling Sunset like oh fight over gosh. losing a $200,000 commission. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, my problems are not that bad. Not that no. bad. Imagine not the anxiety bad. we'd had if we lost that much money. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know. But and mine, mine, all my anxiety centers around control. Like that is 1000% without a doubt every time. I think a lot of anxiety, anxiety is centered around control too because even same with me sicknesses social mm-hmm. media stuff i can't control the outcome yep of being sick or and someone you don't else know what's going to happen you don't yes. know when it's going to happen you don't know how it's going to happen you don't know what's going to happen to them when they get it you mm-hmm. don't know if they're going to get it like it's it's all just a what if and i don't like what ifs yes i don't I like, like a what plan yeah <laughs> we've I talked need a about plan. this before yeah yeah like i need i'm kind of like People have, normal people have like a plan A and like most of the time a plan B. Like that's pretty normal. Like I've typically people have that. I have a plan A and a plan B. And probably all the way to Z. C, D, E, F, G. Jesus. But all the way, (laughs) I forgot my ABCs right now, but all the way to Z. And then if Z doesn't work, I also have a plan for that. Like I just, which is exhausting. It is. It is. I would love to just expect plan a to work out like it's supposed to or just or just take it as yes. it comes. if plan a doesn't happen then we go from it, it out from go there. for it from there i know what? and that's how my husband is and i i am truly thankful that he is this way because it kind of levels us out yeah if like me i'm getting sick or i was getting sick a couple days ago and i truly had a panic attack i was like okay but what if this and what if that and he's just like well guess what when it happens We'll figure it out then. Yep. But we don't have to worry about it now. And man, sometimes I could just sit there and be like, oh, why do you have to be like that? Why do you have but to be then, so rational? Right? 
Uh, but also, I am sorry I got you sick. <laughs> because <laughs> now I have me, anxiety. She gave me the crud. Okay, but last week, and if you'll listen to that podcast, I, at some point I'm like, oh, like I think something blew in. Like, no, you were I'm getting your a little. Voice. I was losing my voice, and we. I true because a big storm had come through, and mm-hmm. so I truly thought it was like, oh, the mold like got super high. No, it wasn't. Mold. That was the, that was not the mold. It was the cold. <laughs> and but thank God it's just a cold. Well, and guess what? I. I was able to somewhat rationalize this yeah. because I knew you were okay. Yeah. You were going through it. You had a sniffly nose and you had a sore throat for a couple of days and boom, you're better. Yep. And so I was able to rationalize it, but still my anxiety brain was like, trying oh, to take you gosh, and run off go. with and then you. Case yeah. is going to get sick and then Weston's going to get sick and then we're all going to be down and what's going to happen. And here's my husband, my sweet little husband, mm-hmm. like, well, when it happens then we'll take care of it then, but we don't need to worry yep. about it now. And I was yep. just like, all right. And my husband's not even sick. <laughs> shocker <Here's> mine <laughs> yep i just like why why does this happen to us anyways we digress but yes i'm so sorry that, that i got was you tangent. sick that was a tangent what were we even talking about triggers yeah triggers and just what it feels like and but th- that kind of relates to it, it's the invasive thoughts like yeah. that i don't think is normal at all no. i think most people do not have those invasive and thoughts i think that's the worst part yes like why can't i'm driving and i'm i'm my car's going to run off the side of this road and we're going to fall into a ditch. Yep. What? I know. Like, why? Or like no. during a, a normal thunderstorm that probably mm-hmm. happens to everybody. I'm laying in my bed thinking I'm going to get struck by lightning. My house is going to catch on fire and we're all going to die. Because of that exact thought, I had to buy a fire extinguisher <laughs> a few weeks ago. <laughs> I am not exaggerating. A fire I extinguisher? Was, I'm not Rebecca, sure it's going to put out I know a that, house but fire. in the moment, <laughs> I needed control i needed yeah, something there you go you and it, it gave me a tunnel i was literally laying there and it was spiraling. a thunderstorm and i was spiraling <clears throat> and i was thinking oh my god if there is a fire i have nothing i have no i have no way to stop it and yes i realized that if it was a lightning strike on, on my roof <laughs> i there is no way for me hey, to get up there get better. in my attic with a fire extinguisher but i had tunneled into the fact of like okay like what if my stove catches on fire what if the grill outside like you know that is something good to have Yes. And so now I have a fire extinguisher. I think it was only like $40 on Amazon. Yeah. And it's under my sink. Yeah. um, Bottom right corner in case anybody ever needs it. Mm -hmm. And I felt better in the moment. And will it help? Probably no. Will I ever use it? Probably no. But I have a plan. It's nice to have it. Yeah. So don't know you need it until you need it. Exactly. And I don't want it to be too late. Yep. I bought something else with that also. It was also another panic buy. It was a fire extinguisher. And I can't remember what the other thing was. But it was one of my late night. So like Nights a, are the worst when I'm just are. laying there and because just. Because your mind can wander because you're not busy. Yes. Or or the one I'm laying there and I'm like, oh, my God, my car's not locked and the garage door opener and they're going to get my mm-hmm. house and they're breaking my house. They're going to take my baby. And they're, I mean, oh my gosh. I'm going to go missing. So then I'm I'm almost asleep and I have to get, get up, up, get both the, the car keys, <laughs> go check all of the doors, lock both the cars. I can't just lock them and expect it to lock. I have to go stand by the window in the front and watch the cars. I have to see them light up and see that they've you like know, the thing about <sighs> our anxiety is it's life or death. And yes. that is exhausting. Yeah, because even, everything's life or death. And even simple decision making. Like mm-hmm. I was having mm-hmm. I it was just recently, a couple days ago. I think it was on Friday. No, a couple Fridays ago. I don't remember. And it was a simple decision. Do I drop my son off with my husband or do I take him with me mm-hmm. where I'm going? But in the middle of, I was, I wasn't having a panic attack. I just truly was having anxiety in the mental load. Yes. Talking about the mental load. Yep. 
I could not make a decision. I was paralyzed. Yes. I couldn't make a decision. And it felt like whatever decision I was going to make, even if it was a symbol of just dropping my son off with my husband or taking him with me, it was life or death. Life or death. Literally. And if I have a cold, it's life or death. Yes. I we were I was visiting a good friend of mine in Houston. This was several months ago now. I, I don't even know. Maybe six months ago. And we were there. And as we were there, my daughter got a fever. Okay. A normal human being that has a kid that gets a fever, you think, oh, my kid has a fever. Cool. Oh, they're man. Sick. What's going to happen? Yeah. yeah. They're sick. All right. Give them some Tylenol. Like, it's fine. I lost my marbles. Like, full on panic attack. Full panic attack. Lost my marbles. Crying. We were supposed to stay for two more days. I had to leave in that exact moment. And thankfully, I have some really good friends around me because after, you know, I was, side note, my daughter was totally fine. She got a fever. She was better (laughs) 24 hours later. Like, it it was totally fine as it, like, should have been. But after that all passed, that friend calls me and is like, hey, just so you know, like, that was, like, not a a good normal response. Yeah, like, that was not a normal response. Like, how you responded to that. Like, are you okay? Like, maybe you should, like... (laughs) light bulb yeah like no have, i'm not okay do something about it like not because i think anything's wrong but because like i care about you like i want you to know that like that's not okay like how you reacted to that and in that moment i was like yeah i probably should have some better coping skills because mm-hmm. right now my coping skill is just think about it until i'm done thinking about it or talk to rebecca about it who also has anxiety and then i give her anxiety and then we give it pass it back and forth <laughs> and then i'm thinking oh god she's gonna bring home the sickness and then I'm, and then case is gonna get sick and then i'm yep, gonna have a yep. panic attack yeah so and then i mean there's there's other coping skills like i guess for me like number one if i start to have anxiety i go i go take a shower but see okay that is great because i do love me a good shower and when i'm digressed from my anxiety i mm-hmm. love to take me a good shower because mm-hmm. i can kind of relax but in the moment, if I'm having anxiety, I can't be in there because I feel like they're like claustrophobic or something. No, I just feel like there's something else I could be doing. I don't know why. Yeah. Because even when I because my my biggest coping skill and my anxiety normally is triggered at night. It, it, I can't sleep. My mind wanders. I go sit in the bathroom or my closet, which is connected to my bathroom, which I heard that that's like that's something like, yeah, very scientifically common. proven that women's like, safe yeah. place is the bathroom, which mm-hmm. I did not know that. But yes, I take my blanket and my pillow and I go lay in my closet. And I don't know why I feel safe in there, but I don't feel like that in the shower. Now I do after my anxiety yeah, after passed, it's kind of gone. But I can't I don't know why, but I can't. Yeah. I can't. And for me, like the shower is like I can go and like I can just like I don't know. It's, a, it's easier for me. Like to me in my head, as silly as it sounds like a shower will fix it. Yeah. If I have like a headache. It, Maybe it's kind of like washing it away. Yes, for that's you. kind of how I feel. Like it's just like. Like, I just feel like the shower is going to help. Mm-hmm. And it and if the shower doesn't help, then I know it might be something more serious, I guess, right. maybe. So it's like, if this doesn't it help kinda me. It kind of like revelates. Yes. Not revelates. It like kind of tells you like. Yes. The severity of it, yeah. I guess. So like the shower for me is good. And then obviously talking it out for me. But like, you know that saying like, you, like you beat the dead horse. But like, I like, <laughs> I like beat the dead horse until it's like a, it, a pulp. Yep, like it's gone. Basically. I want to. Yeah, the, there is no more horse. Like yeah. there is a, a hair. But like who 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 do you talk to? Like do you talk to Travis? anyone who will listen? Oh, okay. Like I'll talk but to like, my who's husband. Your safe person. Do you have a safe person that you like will go to? 
if you're having anxiety i mean i think it's you yeah because you're the person that understands like i like three in the morning i mean no i no i i guess i just kind of talk to myself like ration like i i can talk to travis about it but he doesn't understand he will he will talk me down and rationalize and bring me back but he doesn't understand how i'm feeling because he doesn't have that anxiety i can call my mom and tell her and she'll validate my feelings and she kind of understands because she has the anxiety but she doesn't know what i'm feeling but i know you know my thoughts like you know and you understand yeah but well and that's why it it's good like during the day and stuff i definitely run to you uh, all the time and i just feel like like you said you know how i'm feeling Mm -hmm. you know that Mm -hmm. you probably have already thought the thought that i'm thinking but you can help me rationalize and bring me down and yep. be like, okay, look, if this is, even yeah. though you could do that for yourself, but for some reason you still need me. Okay. So can you. I know. I, yeah. I but, know. It's easier said than done. And when you're not the one having anxiety, you can see more rationally. Like mm-hmm. if it's happening to somebody else, you're like, your kid just has a fever. Like it's okay. But then you, it happens to you and you panic mm-hmm. and it just, I know it's exhausting. The nighttime ones though, which I don't feel like has happened very recently, but it did happen a couple years ago and it was like where I was up all hours of the night and Mm -hmm. my poor mom not only was I losing sleep but so was she because I had to talk to her and not that because she does not have the anxiety that I have and she doesn't quite understand it but she can help distract me and that's one of the the biggest things that I need is I first I call her and she's just like oh no is everything okay and I'm like no I'm having anxiety and she's like okay what are you having anxiety about and I tell her that I'm having anxiety about yada 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 and then she literally just starts talking about something well did you hear about this or did did i tell you about this Mm -hmm. happened at work today and we could go on for two hours and she's just distracting just a distraction and it's to the to the point where (laughs) even just during the day i'll call her and be like okay what's happening at work I just need you to. <laughs> I just need you to talk to me. I just need to. And just see, I can't think about, focus on anything else until I've beat the horse dead to a pulp. See, and I have to get my mind off of it, mm-hmm. or I will fester in it. Yeah, in which it, like, neither one of these are good coping. No. Like, like we also another fair word. Like, we're not the poster children. <laughs> no, what we're not to giving do. you advice. This is not advice, like no. in any way, shape, or form, because I don't think that over talking it and going on and on and obsessing about it is healthy and mm-hmm. i also don't think that just not acknowledging it is healthy either no. and so we both kind of go like the opposite way but we come back to we're in the same it. spot mm-hmm. both of us like neither one of us is i don't think coping with it better than the other necessarily no. i think one of us <clears throat> me uh hides <laughs> it in words a little more like i yes. think i like to minimize it when you to like myself. to think that and I don't want to say that you like to think it, but you always go back to, well, I'm sure other people feel this way, too. Yeah. But it's not normal. Yeah, it's like minimizing. And I'm thinking like, it, but I guess, I guess, I guess it's not very normal. It's not very normal. And I think my light bulb moment for me this past weekend was that I needed help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to start working on possibly seeing a therapist. I'm not really sure how it's going to work out, but I do know it's just I the want mental to load with that is still also so much. But, but I do yeah. know I want to feel okay and I want yeah. to not be in fight or flight mode 24/7 all the time. So Yeah, it's exhausting. It is. And if all else fails, I've got Xanax, so <laughs> I'm not giving you any. And I don't have Xanax, but me. I have some like Benadryl like type 
anxiety. Like they are it was prescribed for, for anxiety. It's safe for mm-hmm. pregnancy. Because I did end up getting meds on at the very end of my pregnancy because it was so bad. But they're not like heavy. But truthfully, no. that like I think we talked about it last episode or two episodes ago, that beam stuff. It's like the CBD yeah. like dream stuff that it makes me so sleepy that if I am having anxiety, I just take it. And within 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, like, shit, oh, I can't I even think. I just have to go to bed. So it helps at least distract me. Now, is that also another like healthy coping mechanism? No. Like probably not. But homegirls got to sleep. Yeah. So we have to have help to ourselves something. in the way that we can with what we can now because exactly we can't live like this. Nope. So PSA, if you, you know, if you need help, it's fine. And and I just we're all in this together. Talk to someone. Like, Even if it's a friend who also has anxiety or doesn't know at all what you're talking about. Don't go through it alone and not tell anybody how you're feeling. Yeah. Because that is a dangerous spiral. Talk, talk to someone and just let them know how you're feeling. Maybe fair warn them that hey, I know this is going to sound outrageous and I know this is going to probably blow your mind yeah. that I'm even thinking about yep. things like this. But sometimes just talking about it, getting it out of your head, yeah. you can realize yourself, gosh, that was crazy. Yeah. And set the expectation with the conversation and say like, I'm going to tell you this and I don't need you to fix it. Yes. I just need you to, to hear me and yeah. to let me tell you that I'm having anxiety over these things. And then that's it. I just sometimes I want somebody to tell. A TikTok or maybe Instagram reel or something. And it was like, I have a friendship where at the beginning of me telling them my problems or giving them an example of my anxiety, whatever, she asks me, do you want it to be fixed or do you want to be heard? Mm-hmm. And like, just like letting them know, I just want to be heard or mm-hmm. I need someone to help me. Yeah. You know, I need a solution. This. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes I do need a solution. And then sometimes I just want to tell you about my ridiculous thoughts and I just want you to hear them and then I want to move on. Yeah, I and don't so, need it to be fixed. I don't need a solution because guess what? I know the solutions. And I I, but I, I don't want to do that right now. I don't want to do that. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. That was 30 minutes of anxiety. Woo! It did feel good though talking about it. It did. I could keep going for forever though. Oh. Like that, it just... Mm-hmm. It's, all of the intrusive thoughts. <laughs> yes, all of the intrusive thoughts, all of the just... It just sucks. I know. Like, it, it just. But guess what? We don't have to feel like this and we're going to fix it. Yes. N- not right now. No, it, it's going to be soon. a long process. But. It'll be. We're starting the process of trying to fix it. Hopefully soon. Yeah. That's so, a very like vague. We just got to leave it open. You know what? Yeah. Because we can't make it. At least promises. we're open to it. I feel like isn't the first step like admitting admitting things. Yeah. But I don't. I think that's like my AA. But for like, years. What if what if AA? But it's like anxiety anonymous. Like oh we've got a we got a form of <laughs> gotta start a I'm group. Sure I'm probably sure, yeah, already I was gonna say I'm, like that. that's not a novel <laughs> idea. I'm sure that already <laughs> is a thing. The, <laughs> we're not the we are children. the only people to be. But we could be it. the poster children for anxiety anonymous. Anxieties. I can't say that word. <laughs> anonymous. Anyway, anonymous. There yes, we, go. we could. We could be on the poster. Are you feeling like this? And here's you a don't have of me to <laughs> smiling, smiling and or crying. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, probably just crying, honestly. Oh, anyway. Yes. Okay. Okay, well, but we will end this with the random piece of advice that nobody asked for. So, um, Becca, what's yours this week? Yes. So, um, my grandfather recently passed away. Um, and today on a walk, and I, well, let's just say I've not had the best 24 hours, 48 hours. Not really sure how long it's been, mm-hmm. but it's not been the best. Mm-hmm. And I just had to go on a walk this morning because my son 
as we talked about last time in our toddler tantrums, was having an extreme toddler tantrum morning. And so I just had to get out for a walk. I was extremely frustrated. I was upset. I, there was probably a couple of tears shed on this walk. Um, and I noticed some cardinals, which is normal. I notice cardinals all the time. Mm-hmm. I do take them as signs as because my grandmother's favorite bird was a cardinal. Yada, yada, yada. Well, then, not shortly after I saw this cardinal fly in front of me, I looked, I happened to look down, don't know why, and there was a heads up penny on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I remember very vaguely, I don't remember if it's a song, a movie, or something, but pennies from heaven. Mm-hmm. And I walked past, I literally walked over this penny, and then it struck me. I was like, no. I took a step back. I looked at the penny, made sure it was heads up, because if it was tails up, I would not have picked it up. <laughs> But it was heads up and I realized it and it put a smile on my face and it almost kind of sent chills down my body. It just it was a very happy moment and I had to stop and take a second to think, Okay, this was a sign Mm -hmm. from someone above that, hey, look up. I'm here. I'm still here with you. I'm watching over you. And look, smile. I know you're having a hard time. Yep. But and remember, like, your own right. advice a few times ago was just because you're having a bad moment yes. doesn't make it a bad yes. day, hour, year, mm-hmm. life, life. Yeah. like, mom. Like, it's just a moment. But so this is my random piece of advice. Be open and be receptive to spiritual signs because they can put a smile on your face. And they it did for you. me today. So well, there you go. Yeah. My random piece of advice today is. Very short and sweet. And I'm not going to elaborate it on it because it doesn't need to be elaborated on. And um, so it is the just take care of yourself. Take care of your own things and be a nice person. Yeah. That's that's, that's my only it. advice today with the <laughs> okay. big old smile on my face after that. All right. Well, thanks for listening again. I think this week's like five episodes. Uh, yeah, I think so. Episode five. Woo. Coming at you hot. Coming at you hot. Yeah. So and don't say we didn't warn you about anxiety. Bye. Bye.